Welcome to 502 Entrepreneurs, Louisville's podcast featuring local business owners, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers, all who have a story to tell. I'm your host, Carl Armijo, owner and operator of Carl Armijo Photography. Our guest today is Shane Simmons, local tattoo artist, artist, and stage performer. It's time to keep it weird with Shane. All right, Shane, how you doing? Uh, well enough, I suppose. I'm not dead yet. That yeah. seems all right. Have a good New Year's? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I actually uh, worked uh, security at a bar for New Year's, so that was interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. One of those uh, other side hustles you got going on. Yeah, one of many. We'll get to that uh, probably here in the future and see how many of those things you actually got. I can think of at least four off the top of my head. Yeah, it's it's a lot so. at this point. <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, tell everybody who you are and uh, what you do. Uh, well, I'm Shane Simmons. I'm a tattoo artist in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I do a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, but that's that's pretty much it. I just I stab people for money. Well, that sounds like a pretty good deal for you. Yeah, stabbing right. around. Yeah, just stabbing around. <laughs> that's awesome. So, how long have you been tattooing? Uh, that's a good question. Um, probably coming up on twelve years now. Twelve years. A little bit over eleven. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, what got you into the tattoo industry then? Uh, well, I've had uh, some semi-formal formal art training um, before getting into tattooing, and there's really only so much that you can do with that and still hope to get paid um, to be able to afford ramen and keep your lights on. Yeah, so yeah. you're seeing uh, tattoo artists making some pretty decent money out there using their skills and their art, so you're like, hey, I'm going to give that a go. Yeah, absolutely. How would yeah. you find your first... Uh, apprenticeship or first shop that you were working at um well the first one that actually uh was fruitful i guess was ageless art in clarksville indiana um through high school i had actually tried a bunch of other shops um asking about apprenticeships i was under 18 at the time but uh i would go and show them my artwork and ask them what uh what i needed to do to get an apprenticeship and every every shop that i went to and every time that i went to the same ones repeatedly they would give me a different uh sort of challenge or uh task to kind of change my artwork uh to make it a little bit more tattooable um and i learned later that part of that is just to uh to see how dedicated you are whether or not you do uh, one, come back, uh, and two, whether or not you've actually changed those things or done that challenge uh, by the time you go back to ask again. Oh, yeah. So they're just uh, putting you through the ringer, making sure that you're uh, that you're serious, you're serious yeah. about the, the gig. Yeah. Did you have a, uh, a mentor when you were first starting out, or how does that work in the tattoo industry? Yes. Um, tattoo apprenticeships, uh, it's kind of like an internship, but under one person. Uh, generally, you find a, a reputable tattoo artist in a clean shop in your area, um, and the, the the actual time that you you spend in your apprenticeship varies, but uh, most of them seem to be between about a year and two years. Um, I actually got through mine in about eight months, but I've heard of people uh, being in an in an apprenticeship for upwards of like five to six years. Oh wow! Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that one person will kind of uh, mentor you and teach you um, how to stay safe and clean and how to tattoo correctly and all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's very important these days, having a clean shop and, you know, worrying about all the bloodborne 
pathogens and absolutely and everything there. So oh, that's cool. What's uh what's been the most your most favorite thing that you've tattooed um, since you've been been going? Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's one favorite thing that I've that I've tattooed. Um, whatever it would be, I'm sure it was just something that that made my client really happy. Um, cause that's, uh, that's one weird thing with tattooing is if you don't get any validation or reaction from your customer after you've spent like hours altering someone permanently, it's really weird. Like if they walk over to, to the mirror with their new tattoo, you're like, Hey, so how is it? And you're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I really? can see that just, being super awkward. Yeah. Just okay. Like I've put my heart and soul into this. Want to give me something here? <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, the most common reason you see people getting tattooed these days? seems like a lot of people have their own, you know, stories or reasons they want to get a piece or something like that. But, you know, walking into your shop, um, what, what what's the most common reason you see? I don't know if there's if there is really one more common reason, at least not not that I've seen. Um I mean, people get them for all sorts of reasons, like to uh, to heal from past trauma, uh, sometimes even like physically to cover up scars from physical trauma. Um, people get them, I mean, just because they look cool. Uh, I mean, I know people with like tattoos of slices of pie and all sorts <laughs> of just weird stuff, and it doesn't mean anything. Like, they just like it. It makes them happy. Yeah, and that's all... All that matters, right, is that people are happy. Yes, absolutely. Walk out of the shop smiling and ready to come back. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So what's been the uh, the hardest part about being a tattoo artist since you started? Uh, 100% is inconsistency um, of income. Like you have no idea when you're going to get paid, what you're going to get paid. Um, with an hourly job, you're able to kind of budget and figure out how much you can spend and how much you can save and all that. But, uh, being entirely commission based, um, it's really difficult to, to kind of, uh, plan for the future and save money is a, that's been a struggle for me. Yeah. I could, I could see that, you know, coming from, uh, corporate America, you know, where I've always been, uh, steady income there. And, you know, I can see how being a tattoo artist, that would be, uh, a real hard thing to 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 deal with every day. Um, what are the, some of the things that you're doing nowadays to get people into your shop? Um, well, at the insistence of uh, another business owner that I know, well, you know, Tom Robbins. Yeah. Um, I have started an email list, which for a, a long time in tattooing was kind of a taboo thing. Like you, you didn't contact customers directly ever. Um, it was just this this fear of just scaring somebody off. Like you'll look desperate if you, if you send anything out to them, you have, you have to wait for them to come to you. And it was, um, it seemed like an outdated, uh, outlook, but, uh, for whatever reason, it was still stuck in my head. That's the way I was trained. Uh, and Tom, uh, insisted that I kind of break out of that, uh, that preconceived, that, that previously held notion that, uh, that I shouldn't be able to contact people. Uh, and set up an email list and it's actually it's paid off really well well that's great to hear yeah what uh tell people how they can get on your your email list 
the easiest way would be to go to my website. It's www.shanesimmons.com, S-H-A-Y-N-E-S-I-M-M-O-N-S.com. Um, and at the bottom of the first page, there is a sign-up for my email list. Uh, you can get on there for um, artwork giveaways, first looks at tattoos that I want to do, um, any sort of discounts or anything like that that I do for my other uh, fine artwork or clothing that I've designed or anything like that. Yeah, people, do it. Get out there, ShaneSimmons.com. Hit up his email list and uh, check out some of the the work he's been doing. So you're not only a tattoo artist, right, but you're also a painter slash actual artist out there trying to to get some of your your pieces sold, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I mean, fine artwork. uh, I've done pinstriping and sign painting before. Um, Sculpture, printmaking, printmaking. digital artwork and graphic design. I've done all sorts of stuff. So just a, an all-around artist here. Yeah, yeah. Basically just uh, trying to use some of those skills to pay the bills. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, is this artwork also available on your website? It most certainly is. Cool. It's shanesimmons.com. Yeah. Awesome. Now, what about uh, this uh, stage performing you do? Shane the Magi, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, one of the things, uh, my one of my other side hustles is um, performing on stage, doing dangerous things for money, um, like hammering nails into my face, uh, putting needles through my arms, um, along with really awful jokes and uh, like magic and general sideshow tomfoolery. Um, it's an interesting time. Yeah, so what's been the most interesting act you've seen alongside you um, as you've been performing? Uh well, uh, there are a lot of them, but I think the uh, the one that always stands out to me, I've seen it a number of times from a, a bunch of different people, but it's it's always really gross. Um, seeing someone get money stapled to their genitals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. That is a weird one. Yeah, it's we can definitely still call really that hard to watch. Keeping it weird. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So Jesus. what do you do to keep it weird? Well, weird is kind of relative. Um, <laughs> I just try to be as unabashedly myself as I can um, without scaring too many people off, I guess. There you go. Yeah. I think that's uh, super important in business, right? Is just being yourself, you know, getting out the, to the world, like who you actually are, you know, part of uh, selling your tattoos is selling yourself at the same time. So yeah. as long as you're yourself and you know, who you are, then I think that helps, uh, helps your business. Yeah. Just, I mean, trying to be as honest and genuine as, uh, as you can be like present yourself, um, openly to your, your clients and potential clients. And it seems to, um, seems to allow them to sort of build rapport with you a lot easier. Yeah. So along those lines, let's, uh, Hit up a couple questions here to, to get to know Shane a little bit. Uh-oh. So we know you're a tattoo artist, regular artist, stage performer, mm-hmm. videographer, photographer. You name it, visual arts, you're doing it, right? Yeah, more than So likely. if you could do any other profession other than your, your own, what would you be doing? That is a good question. You know, I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, I spend... Pretty much every waking hour with some some portion of my thought process devoted to um, 
some kind of artistic endeavor. I haven't really thought about that. Like I'm just kind of hyper focused on one form of art or another. Um, Hmm. Let me ask you a question. What do you, what do you think I would be good at? Ooh, I wasn't expecting you to turn the tables on me here. Uh, let me think about that here for a second. I feel like you would be really good at organizing events for other entrepreneurs. I could see that. I think I think you'd be really good at getting a a group of people together for something or another. Um, you know, planning some kind of event um, like that. Now, how that would look, I mean, I wouldn't know, but uh, yeah. I think that's hmm. a, a skill set you have well, cool. um, in your bag. Maybe I'll have to um, utilize that a little bit a little bit more. Yeah. Hmm. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure we can make, <laughs> I'm sure we can make something happen. So uh, what else are you currently studying, learning, or are you just extremely curious about lately? Uh, well, honestly, podcasting. Yeah. Um, I've just recently put out my very first episode of my personal podcast. There you go. What's it called? It's Art of the Flying Eye. And where can people find it? Um, well, that's a good question. I haven't really uh, put out uh, too much advertisement for it. I haven't put up any links or anything like that. But hopefully soon uh, on my website and in my emails. Cool. To my, to my email subscribers. Another reason to get on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Get Shane's podcast. Well, that's cool. Like I'm, I'm in the same boat as you are. Like right now, I'm super interested in podcasting and just marketing in general. Yeah. And uh, finding ways to to reach people or an audience that I'm not currently currently reaching. And I think uh, there's so much content out there about it, and you know, it's really overwhelming sometimes. So yeah, you know, getting to the point where you're just gonna be. Uh, Getting something out there and, and doing it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Just create as much as much content, create make as much stuff as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what it's what's crazy, I think we were talking about this the other day, how how accessible all of this stuff is to people now. Like uh basically building a television studio in your house, like for YouTube uh channel or, uh, or like building something like this setup to to podcast on. It is entirely reasonable for the average person to set up this sort of uh this sort of environment and and create this content which just blows my mind yeah you know it's 2020 now and you know to see some of these youtubers and podcasters making the kind of money they are just from yeah no joke. doing something that they like and love you know it's uh it's encouraging you know it lets you know that there's some opportunities out there um, you just kind of got to go get them, find them and hustle for them. And yeah, you know, absolutely. they could be yours. So how long you been in Louisville? Um, well, I grew up in South Louisville and, uh, I want to say maybe six years ago, I'm actually moved to, uh, to Indiana. So I'm not actually a Louisville resident Uh-oh. anymore. Yeah. I just work here. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. Eh, well, Southern it, Indiana is basically just a you're suburb just across the river, so it's yeah. not like it's that far. Yeah, it's just it's Louisville, just across a river, right? But yeah. you're working in Louisville, so yeah, yeah, that's why you're here. Absolutely. So, since you were 
born in South Louisville or yeah, it's just ever yeah. since you can remember? Yeah. So uh, during that time, what's your been your favorite spot in town to to frequent or go to? Hmm. Uh, well, that's changed um, over the years, but I'd say at this point, probably uh, the bar that I actually work security at, Seidenfadens. Seidenfadens, yeah. Yeah, it's a really relaxed atmosphere, and of course, working there, I know basically everybody. Um, sure. Yeah, and just being able to uh, to constantly meet new people uh, is is really kind of interesting. Well, that's cool. What yeah. about restaurants? You got any favorite restaurants in town? Ooh, what day of the week is it? Louisville's... Uh, pretty foodie city these days so absolutely everybody's got their own preferences and whatnot hmm i don't know there are a lot of good mexican places but uh i've been craving indian food recently oh yeah yeah i know i know a lot of people that have had bad bad experiences at cafe 360 but the indian food there is amazing it's absolutely amazing i've never tried it there so maybe i'll have to go check it out really are you a fan of indian food? absolutely love yeah. it yeah awesome we like to go to uh Dockshin. Really? It's over on Bardstown Road. Yeah, I've been there so once. They but, have a good uh, uh, buffet on the weekends. And oh, they have a buffet. Yeah. Okay. You can uh, I'm a pick and choose what you want, and it's all, it's all delicious. What's the best part about being a tattoo artist and an artist in general? The best part of what you do? Um, honestly, probably just the, uh, the freedom. Um. As a tattoo artist, I'm a, a contractor working at a shop, um, so I can basically set my own schedule. I can like come and go as I please. I can kind of choose the the type of pieces that I want to do. Uh, if I'm uncomfortable with a, a particular art style or something like that, I'm entirely free to turn it down. I don't like have to, uh, to kind of answer to like a manager or something like that. Um, just uh, Kind of being my own boss for the most part is is really um, freeing. It it kind of resonates well with me. Do you find the trade off worth it? With the uh, you're your own boss, have the freedom, but you also don't have that hourly wage security that we were talking about earlier. Well, yeah, I mean everything everything has its pros and cons. That's the trade off. Yeah, but in your mind, totally worth it. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Um, I will eat my uh, my lukewarm ramen noodles <laughs> to uh, to still be my own boss. Yeah, there you go. Can't get uh, can't get in too much trouble if you're your own boss. I mean, you can, eh. but uh, I mean, nobody's punishing you but yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you got any uh, hobbies, social groups, things like that that you like to do in well, your spare I mean, time? I don't know how much spare time you have. Uh, not a lot, not a lot. Um, I mean, well, the main thing that comes to mind is one that you're also a part of. It's the Odd Fellows. The Odd Fellows, yeah. Um, kind of volunteering time to uh, to make the the community a better place. So, yeah. for those that don't know, you want to tell them what the Odd Fellows are? Uh, well, the Odd Fellows. It's a fraternal organization that, uh, as far as I remember. Uh, originated in England about 300 years ago, well, on paper. Um, and the, the, the command is to uh, visit the sick, relieve the distressed, bury the dead, and educate the orphan. Uh, basically, just if someone needs help, you help them. You uh, just do as much good in the world as you can before we, before we have to go. Yeah. None of us live forever. So 
What's been your uh, favorite part about being a member of the Odd Fellows? Honestly, just having uh, the resources to truly help people. Um, like outside of something like that, there are so many different options for, I guess, how you could potentially help people, how you could try to, but you never know, I guess, what the most efficient way would be. I mean, it's just, I always suffered from kind of uh, indecision fatigue where there were so many options to, I guess, try to help that I ended up just kind of not doing anything. Yeah. Like when you watch Netflix. Yeah. There's so many options. You just browse through all the shows the entire time and then you watch nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. That's how it is with volunteering. I think, uh, you know, being part of the Oddfellows, you know, it gives you a little bit of direction and uh, resources, help, and, you know, people to to get along with your cause there. Yeah. Um, What's been uh, your favorite cause that you've uh, worked with with the Oddfellows so far? Hmm. That is a tough one. I don't know if I really have a favorite. It's just uh, any any opportunity to really to really make a difference in somebody's life, to really kind of uh, help somebody that's in a in a tough spot to make I mean to make the world a better place. Yeah, you know we're all in a tough spot from time to time, and it's nice having people or an organization that uh, are out there in the world who can help out and help you get through these tough times. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of good things happening. With the Odd Fellows, so if you're unfamiliar, uh, check do, them out. Do you remember what the uh, the website? www.oddfellowslouisville.com. No, oh, well that's easy. Pretty easy. Yeah. So awesome. What else besides the Odd Fellows? Honestly, just uh, all of those various side hustles trying to make me some cash. All right, that circles yeah. it around full circle. Yeah, absolutely. How many revenue streams? Does Shane Simmons currently have? As many as possible. <laughs> um, currently trying to get into passive revenue streams. Um, that way I can use my time for other things and still make money. You got any ideas? Digital products. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that's a great idea, especially with your your background. Yeah. Um, I know there's tons of people making tons of money on Etsy selling digital products, right? You get it done, you list it, you don't have to look at it again. Mm -hmm. They pay you their money and they download the product. Mm -hmm. It is infinitely reproducible. Yep. And I mean, you basically only only have to put significant effort into it one time. One time. Yeah. One time, build the product, build the page, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, hopefully get some good keywords on this page to get people to see your product. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence about what to create because I've had people kind of, uh, I've had people approach me about uh, sort of art lessons or something along those lines, maybe like a video series. Um, I could also do some basic uh, kind of ebook sort of things, but uh, still kind of on the fence. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a... a great direction to go you know if you could find a little niche um there with uh, digital products passive income mm-hmm. you know that's a, a great way to get some some money coming in and an additional revenue revenue stream yeah that's the goal yeah any other uh, bright ideas up your sleeve coming up well not that i'd like to share yeah right right what about uh since it's new year's at all you know uh we're, we're 
just past the new year. Yeah. Did you make any goals for yourself or, you know, I hate resolutions, but I think goals are attainable and achievable. Yeah. Uh, So did you make any, any goals for you personally or your businesses? Well, I tend to not really make, um, like new year's resolutions or anything like that. Um, I try to basically do the same thing every day is just, uh, make today better than yesterday and tomorrow better than today. Just, continually try to improve at something uh, and just be better every day. Yeah. Do you have a daily routine that you follow? Um, I wish it'd be <laughs> nice. There's just so much stuff going on all hours of the day that I can, I can barely regulate my sleep schedule. Um, a routine would be nice. It would be comfortable. Yeah. With your uh, security work at Seidenfaden, it's pretty hard to, Stay yeah. regular on the sleep schedule, isn't it? Yeah. When you get out of there <laughs> between like 6.30 and 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then have to oh, go man. and tattoo at 11. That's rough. Yeah. It can be Note to self, don't book Shane's 11 o'clock appointment. <laughs> <laughs> go for the afternoon one. Yeah. Maybe maybe like three. That would be, yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. So uh, let me see. I got something else for you here, but I can't... Uh, remember what it is why don't you just uh tell people where they can find you again and uh that's it fair enough um well you can find me on facebook instagram twitter tiktok as a matter of fact um but uh you can link to all that through my uh, webpage it's www.shanesimmons.com s-h-a-y-n-e-s-i-m-m-o-n-s.com cool I recommend all you people visit his site, check out some of the cool work that Shane's doing and uh, hit him up with a message if you need some work done or if there's something that uh, he can help you with. That works. Well, Shane, I appreciate you coming by and absolutely recording the podcast with me and I wish you the, the best of luck in 2020. Ditto. All right. Thanks for listening to 502 Entrepreneurs. You can find our site online at www.502entrepreneurs.com. It includes links to the amazing work that Shane creates on a daily basis. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast through whichever service you listen to. Thanks again.